Good day to you, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. This is your boy Kule. Uh, this is this podcast is dedicated exclusively to African internationals, um, that is foreign-based African footballers who play for their respective countries. Um, apart from a special feature on the teenager who deserves a super eagle's call-up, we have um, we have a lot of interesting features for you this week. Um, firstly, a number of Super Eagles players were on duty for their respective clubs on Saturday, 2nd of December. Uh, Victor Moses is back, y'all. Yeah, he played uh, for 90 minutes. We'll give you the details later. Wilfred Ndidi was also on duty for Leicester on Saturday throughout the 90 minutes duration. Uh, while Kelechi Ihenacho was an unused sub. The match also featured an Icelandic international. Yeah, we will talk about him later. Yeah. Until around 5 p.m. on Friday, most of Super Eagles fans, well, yours truly included, couldn't care less about Icelandic football players. But guys, we need to start keeping an eye on those boys. They are very good. Um, they knocked out England out of the Euros last year. Yeah, fourthly, Alex Iwobi was also on duty, terrorizing the Man U defense. Unfortunately, that wasn't enough to get victory for Arsenal. Poor Arsenal. Leon Balogu was not in the 0-5 team which lost to the FC Augsburg team in the Bundesliga. Our final score was FC Augsburg 3-0-5-0. All I know was an unused sub uh, when his team, Hall, threw 2-2 uh, with Sheffield Wednesday in the English Championships fixture on Saturday. Um, the team also featured a 19-year-old who is eligible to play for Nigeria, and like all I know, he's also uh, um, a loanee from Chelsea. Uh, more on that later. As you know, this podcast is titled African Internationals. We can't talk about African Internationals without talking about Mohamed Salah and Sadio Mane of uh, Liverpool. Uh, more on those two later. Um, also, we will tell you one fact. Let's just call it a combination of uh, related facts that could give the Super Eagles a big advantage over one of our first-round opponents at the World Cup. Um, well, as we all know, the World Cup draws were held on Friday and uh, Nigeria has been drawn with Croatia, Iceland and Argentina. Uh, this will be the fifth time we will be meeting Argentina at the preliminary stage of the World Cup. Apart from that, we have played Argentina in a friendly match recently and beat them 4-2. We won't forget that. Thank you very much. Uh, we have also played Argentina at various levels in the past. Under-17, under-21, even our under-23 Olympic team. So, needless to say, we know a lot about Argentina. So, we will talk about Argentina later. Today we will be talking about the teams we don't really, really know, Croatia and um, Iceland. Yeah, I can bore you about how Croatia used to be part of uh, the Yugoslavia Republic, uh, how in 1991 after the fall of the Iron Curtain in Eastern Europe they declared independence which resulted into a war with the Serbs and the Yugoslavs people army that lasted till 1995 but I won't do that, I won't bore you with their history. Instead I'll talk about their current players and the ones we should be keeping an eye on 
The captain, of course, is Luka Modric of Real Madrid. He's got he's got 103 caps for his country. Uh, they've also got Ivan Rakitic of uh, Barcelona. He's got 88 caps for his country. Caps for his country. Um, both of them are midfielders. And there is Dejan Lovren. He plays in defense. He was on duty for the Liverpool side that trashed Brighton 5 1 on Saturday afternoon. He's got only 37 caps for Croatia. And um, they've got Mario Mandzukic. He's a striker. He plays for Juventus in Italy and has played for Croatia 81 times. They've got uh, Nikola Kalinic, another striker. He plays for Inter Milan and uh, he's been capped 40 times. Um, well, maybe we should just hope that the, the most capped Croatian player, Dari Snur, doesn't come out of retirement before the World Cup. Um, well, whether he comes out of retirement or not, I mean, the guys whose names I've just mentioned, they're not small boys at all. Now, let's talk about Iceland. Well, like uh, Gary Lineker said um, during the draws, um, Iceland, they have more volcanoes in Iceland than professional players. Yet, they managed to qualify for the World, World Cup and they are not England out of the Euros. I have mentioned that earlier, didn't I? It must mean that the few professional players they have are very, very good. I didn't mention earlier that one of them featured in the match between Burnley and Leicester. Uh, what I didn't say was that the boy almost scored against Leicester. Um, you know, remember Leicester has two Super Eagles players, Wilfred Ndidi and um, Kelechi Hinacher. The name of the Icelandic player is Johan berg Gurmansson. And yeah, like I said, he almost got a goal for Burnley on Saturday. Another Icelandic player to watch out for is Gilfi Thor. Sigurdsson uh, because he was on target for his team Everton on Saturday afternoon. He opened scoring in Everton's 2-0 victory over Huddersfield Town. Um, yes, I did say something about um, something that could work to our advantage. Uh, so when I start talking about the weather, I'm not uh, changing the topic. Yes, yeah, so let's talk about the weather in Volgograd where the Super Eagles will be playing Iceland on the 22nd of June 2018 at 6 o'clock um, local time, 6 o'clock p.m. In, in Iceland, the highest temperature, which they usually have around August, that's the hottest month of the year in Iceland, the highest temperature they have is about 15 degrees centigrade. And uh, yeah, that's why they call the place Iceland. Um, <clears throat> in comparison, average lowest temperature in Lagos is 22 degrees centigrade. Yes, when it's 22 degrees centigrade, we say it is cold in Lagos. When it's 15.15 degrees in Iceland, it is hot. You get the idea. Now, luckily for the Super Eagles, the average highest temperature in June in Volvograd, where they will be playing Iceland, is about 26 degrees. 
this is just about okay for our boys, uh, but maybe it's too hot for the Icelandic boys. Um, another interesting fact is that um, apart from the two players I mentioned above and a few other Icelandic players, most of their players play in relatively cold countries, they play in Nordic countries. Well, what I'm just saying is that, uh, well, the temperature, I mean, the climate of Volvograd and uh, proper training could, uh, you know, see the Super Eagles uh, emerging victorious against Iceland. Um, yes, I was talking about uh, Victor Moses. Guys, Victor Moses is as fit as a fiddle. He's back. After being out of action as a result of a hamstring injury, Victor Moses played a full 90 minutes for Chelsea on Saturday and uh, he provided the assist for Chelsea's second goal, uh, which Morata headed in. Uh, the assist came in the way of a powerful driving shot. During the second half, when Victor was uh, fouled in the penalty area, Eden Hazard converted the penalty and uh, it became that became Chelsea's third goal. So yes, Victor Moses is back and uh, he contributed immensely to Chelsea's 3-1 uh, victory over Newcastle. Arsenal danger man Alex Iwobi was brought in to replace Mustafa in the 15th minute of their fixture against Manchester United. Um, yeah, the Manchester United team that proved too efficient for Arsenal to stop. Um, unfortunately, none of Iwobi's five or six attempts at goal was converted. Now let's talk about uh, Mohamed Salah. Um, Saturday wasn't exactly Mohamed Salah's day, despite the fact that his team defeated Brighton 5-1. Well, by saying it wasn't his day, I meant he didn't score. I mean, as we all know, uh, Mohamed Salah is a scoring machine. Um, but his name just wasn't registered on the score sheet on Saturday. Having said this, however, um, he worked hard to make the second and third goals for Liverpool possible. Uh, both goals were scored by Brazilian Firmino. Uh, Mane Salah was replaced in the 80th minute by Oxlade Chamberlain of England. Um, yeah, when Klopp must have thought that the game was wrapped up at 3-1, only for his boys to score two more goals. Okay, the fifth goal was actually an own goal. As for Senegal's Sadio Mane, he was on the Liverpool bench throughout the match. Um, by the way, is Dominic Sholanke still in the reckoning to play for Nigeria? I don't know. Um, in case you're still hoping he joins the Super Eagles lineup, he was also on duty for Liverpool on Saturday. He played the last seven minutes of the match, replacing uh, the two goal scorer, uh, Brazilian Firmino. West Ham and Man City have only just finished playing as at the time of writing this. And Argentine international Nicolas Otamendi equalized for Man City after Angelo Obuna. Yes, you heard that right. Angelo Obuna puts West Ham ahead. Um, okay, Angelo Bona is an international, he's an Italian international. He plays for the Italian, he plays for the Azuris. Yes, his name is Obona, but yeah, he plays for the Azuris. Well, David Silver, David Silver, 
wrapped up the game for Man City uh, to make it 2-1, giving City their 14th win of the of the season out of 15 matches. Um, yes, guys, finally, I um, said I was going to tell you about a Chelsea player who deserves a Super Eagles call-up. We we're finally there. His name is Fikayo Tomori, full name, Oluwa Fikayo, Oluwa Damilola Tomori. He plays in defense and is currently on loan to Hull City along with Olaino. Um, Fikaya was born in Calvary, Canada on the 19th of December 1997, so he's just about to turn 20. But he has been a part of the Chelsea Academy since he moved to England at the age of 8. Um, guys, I'm not saying he deserves a call-up simply because his name is Mikhail Tomori and his parents are Nigerians, making him eligible to play for the Super Eagles. He is also eligible to play for Canada and he has played for Canada. He is eligible to play for England and he has played for England. According to his Wikipedia report, on 27 March 2016, Tomori captained Canada, the Canadian under-20 team, to a 2-1 victory over the England under-20 team. His third appearance for Canada. On 16th May 2016, after making his professional debut, uh, Tomori was called up to the England under-19 squad on 4th June 2016. He made his England under-19 debut on a 2 defeat against uh, Mexico on the 20s and he played a full 90 minutes. Uh, Tomori was also part of the 2016 UEFA European Under-19 Championship squad uh, which, which reached the semi-finals before being knocked out by Italy. He was also selected for the England Under-20 team in the 2017 FIFA Under-20 World Cup. Um, yes, which as you know England won. Um, listen to what the Canadian under 20 head coach said about him. He loves to defend. He's an out and out defender. He loves the one on one defending. He's very good in those situations. He has a desire and aggression about him to win the ball back. It's a trait we've almost lost in our modern defenders. He brings a lot of experience to our group. He's not the most vocal of players, but that experience, you can see it in the way that he competes. That's what the, uh, his name is Rob Gale. He's the Canadian under 20 head coach. And this is the verdict that Chelsea youth has on him. No academy player has taken a bigger stride this season than Tomori, boy to man. Okay. We're not saying that the NFF should call him right away. It's not even certain that he wants to play for Nigeria. And uh, besides, Leon Baloguan, William Trust, Ikonga doing a wonderful job in the defense defense department. Uh, well, after all, this podcast is called African Internationals, and we are here to talk about professional football players eligible to play for African countries. Guys, on that very interesting notes i've come to the end of uh this week's podcast you'll hear from me again next week 
um, please share the link with friends and family to make sure that they also enjoy this weekly presentation on foreign-based African footballers I'm sure you know it's totally free to share the link um, please don't miss this um, wonderful opportunity thank you very much um, this is your boy Kunle signing off our email address is contact at africainternationals.com our email address contact at africainternationals.com I'll thank you so much again. Thank you for listening to uh, this podcast. Uh, thank you very much and God bless.